Bo, hello. Oh, hello, Spay. So great to be back here again for the third time. Yes. Here on Pal's Plopcast. I'm glad we haven't invested hours into a recording already. Where the plop never stops. (laughs) Well, it does stop. I think it does stop. It stops twice already. Let's let everyone know what fun we've had for the last hour and a half. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, we started recording about 8.40. It's uh, 9.50 now. So It's it's actually 12.50, my time. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we had multiple iterations, but all we're really doing is extending our drinking time, yes? Yeah, drinking and hanging with pals. That's what Pals Podcast is all about. All about that. All about that and repeating ourselves. Yeah, and saying the same things and going, wait, did we already talk about that? Did we say that before? Was that in the last one? <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a lot of that this time around because we've been drinking more. And I, yeah. I've been drinking since I actually had a drink and elliptical. I haven't done that in a while. I'm sure our uh, our ones of listeners are really going to appreciate this. I sure hope so, and I hope they're going to appreciate our topic. In fact, I'm pretty sure many of them will. I know the K-Man will probably appreciate it because uh, a lot of the times when I was talking about uh, uh, reading comic books and painting Warhammer 40K models and listening to 90s rock music, the K-Man was not far behind, or uh, he was around for a lot of that. Nice, the K-Man, even though he was a uh, an all-star pitcher, an all-star actor, uh, basically Oscar-winning actor. Oh, you've you've made a classic blunder, which is... Oh, that's Dragon Book Domley. <laughs> which is funny I forgot because... about the K-Man, star of uh, Google Maps, <laughs> Google Street View. Yes, at, uh, at Dragon Book Domley's wedding, um, uh, Mikey Shaps' uh, mom pulled up. Uh, actually, to drop off Mikey, to drop off Shappy's uh, wife, I think? And um, uh, and and uh, Toby, his uh, his wonderful, nice mother, goes. Oh, it's so good to see you, AJ. Congratulations! <laughs> but that was that was to the K man that she said that. <laughs> I mean, they're both brown, so you know. That's what I always do? say. It's like, guys, come on, this makes it difficult. But there was a lot of brown people at Melbourne. Well, some. Hey, no worries though, because we literally had three hits at our webpage last episode. So oh, you know, it's all worth it. Huge, huge numbers. Yeah, I imagine it's kind of like being uh, Asian out in California. Everyone's like, you know, all those yellows everywhere. Yeah, you know, just blending into the sea. Yeah, and then everyone does some little casual racism, and it's fine. Yeah, no, no biggie. No biggie. We all get over with it. So, this being our third iteration, uh, what are we doing? Some kind of brief... You know, we're just going to get to the good parts. Now we've done rehearsals. We know what worked and what didn't work. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we can just cut the uh, cut out the uh, superfluous stuff. Yeah, we were talking about some 90s music and chilling out and, and uh, remembering what radio stations played it and actually having to like make sure your antenna picked up 92.3 K-Rock and... Uh, one of the... So, was that, was that a marginal pickup? Because that's a huge... I mean, that's like Howard Stern's... Uh, it was like his flagship station, yeah? Yeah, from the top of the Howard Stern. So how far are you from New York City? I mean, Milburn's not that far. No, you like, couldn't pick up, like, the biggest FM station in the region? It's like 15 miles. It'd be like McLean to, D- to D.C. Right, like FM, though. Like, your ha- your Walkman radio couldn't pick it up? No, it, it could. I, it definitely did. I'm just saying, like, sometimes you'd be like, oh, wait, and you'd move your antenna, or, like, your antenna yeah. got, like, knocked over, or you'd have it. We had the, uh, or I had the... 
whatever you the wheel you move the wheel and the little red uh bar would go up and down oh, the yeah, dial the, the analog dial right and then if you right and, right, and you got to wiggle it just so yeah and sometimes it gets dirty and uh it just makes it all the harder to, right. to tune your favorite station exactly and then some you know it wasn't it wasn't buttons this wasn't digital whatever you were moving this thing with your hand and then if it went too far or too back the other way you had to find the happy medium where it would pick it up nicely that's true. And over time, it would just kind of drift. Like the dial didn't move, but you had to uh, either like spin the radio 90 degrees mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, turn the antenna a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's I all, remember those days. That's all I meant. It's not, uh, we were definitely in the market, in the, in the media market. And then, uh, and then I would listen to this great song. This is lit. You said you wanted to hire lit at one point. I did want to hire lit, and uh, but you didn't think anybody at WNL would appreciate it. No, because some ba- some other fight out would have had Fiddlestick or someone, <laughs> and uh, it would have drawn everyone, and we would have had a ten thousand dollar band with uh, thirty people watching it. I mean, that probably would have happened anyway, right? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I remember, and I wouldn't have even gone down to watch them. I would have uh, probably been in my room, locked the door, and played Civilization. Yeah. Chugging butts and uh, yeah. downing 40s, right? Yeah, totally. That's like, uh, yeah, at Beta, they, uh, I remember uh, Teddy Arnold went around to everyone telling them, guys, we hired Virginia Coalition, so this should be one of our best parties. And uh, <laughs> so everyone's like, okay, Teddy, that's fine. And then, of course, when the, when the band rolled around, we were supposed to be mixing with, like, I don't know, Theta or somebody. And, um, of course, we'd be sitting there being like, all right, here's what we should do. We should play a drinking game and then... Like somebody would be playing uh, Grateful Dead or something. And then Teddy would come and be like, guys, the party started. You have to go downstairs now. Virginia Coalition's playing. We're like, oh, great, Virginia Coalition. I, I can't wait. I know all their songs by heart. I'll be down in a minute, Teddy. And then uh, four hours later and a couple serious conversations, uh, party would be over. Yeah. Don't you mean Vaco? Right, Vaco. My bad. Yeah. Everybody was convinced they were the next Dave Matthews band, and so we had to hire them so we could get in their liner notes, their next album. Yeah, I, I remember the, the push for Vaco by everyone. Yeah, they were seriously convinced that, like, oh, Dave Matthews band started playing at UVA Frats, so Vaco's just as good, right? And uh, turns out they weren't at all. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah. The uh, the highlight of their life was making four thousand dollars at uh, frat parties, <laughs> which is technically they were overpaid. Yeah, well, of course they were. That's eight front butt parties. <laughs> I actually I definitely remember uh, uh, Dan Gratton, the Red Blizz, saying uh, that we paid ten thousand dollars, so that it was a big deal for them. But Gr- oh Christ, you paid Vaco ten thousand dollars? You could have gotten lit. Probably Dan Gratton. Well, I don't know. Dan Gratton lied about everything. The first year he came back uh, for alumni weekend or whatever, the young alumni, yeah, uh, he sat around and told everyone he probably dropped the fact that he made a hundred thousand dollars. That I'm saying fact in scare quotes, but he he well, mentioned yeah, that he was, a, he was like a bartender at a town tavern. Well, what was great was the year after, uh, so the second year he was out, um, so he was going around telling everyone he made a hundred thousand dollars and he worked on Wall Street, and then the next year. He was the assistant lacrosse coach at WNL. 
So it's like, Which pays about a stipend of roughly $2,200, maybe. Yeah, no, yeah. you're basically living off uh, parents' donations. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so we were like, hmm, I'm not sure if that jives with your previous story. <laughs> uh, Unlike reality, where this year when we go to our Young Alumni Weekend, you can tell all the ladies that uh, you're a successful businessman. Yeah, that I make uh, somewhere in the range between... You know, X and X plus one thousand dollars. <laughs> hey, plenty of money to afford to afford to focus. I'm actually thinking of walking down to that uh, Audi dealership that just opened, and, and I'm just gonna be like, "I'm gonna lease me your cheapest Audi, please. Thank you." Ah, nice A4. A successful businessman walking through. I'll have your most fuel efficient Audi, please. <laughs> lease that to then me you, for. You really, you really have made it, Spay. It'll be fine. I'm ready to get rid of this focus, by the way. The the radio doesn't work. I don't have... At all? It, uh... Do you just drive in silence? This, well, no, well, I have I have podcasts, obviously. I have Adam Carolla uh, shilling his bum wine. Yes. <laughs> Mangria. Mangria, which is now the third time we've talked about what a terrible... Yeah, I know. Is. You know what? In the course of the three episodes, I actually looked up uh, bumwine.com, which is the Internet's foremost resource on fortified wine. Of course, we all know that. I hadn't realized that the uh, the good people at Mogan David, the uh, makers of MD2020, uh, have reduced the alcohol content in their, in their fortified wines. It's down to 13%, right? Yeah, 13%. But it used to be that you could still get the red grape... For 18. And Red Grape was the one that would be 18, but apparently they've downed it down to the 13% also. Uh, Which is appalling. The Red Grape is not even? Yeah, they've reduced the uh, reduced the alcohol content in it. That's stupid. Red Grape was always the shittiest tasting and the grapiest and the most alcohol. Yeah. Like, if you're a grape ape, then you grab the Mad Dog 2020. Yeah, uh, grape, totally. The original grape. So at this point, it looks like uh, you know you got to go for the uh, wild Irish rose <clears throat> or night train. Night train is pretty good. Or Thunderbird. Thunderbird, yeah. I might actually pick Thunderbird as the number one. Do you count Cisco into this as well? Of course, Cisco is the ghettoest yeah. of all of the ghetto wines. <laughs> yeah. Cisco. I think I may have mentioned this before, but I remember being at a high school party and someone goes, "This is Cisco." I got International Wine and Liquor. That's where uh, it was in nearby Irvington. You just drive until all the restaurants are uh, chicken joints. And yeah. Then you can then you can go into the uh, liquor stores and they'll sell to you if you're wearing a North Face jacket. <laughs> and they'll even come out from behind the counter and ignore all the people waiting online to actually that are from the neighboring town. But um, uh, this guy was like, "This is Cisco. You're not even supposed to drink this. It's not even legal to drink. You, just, <laughs> you have to have a sip on ice if you." If you drink it like a beer, you'll die. Well, the good thing about Cisco is that they sell it in a 750 milliliter format, mm -hmm. a wine bottle, basically. Yeah, you can get destroyed on Cisco. Right, Mad Dog babies you with their smaller size. Yeah, at this point, Mad Dog is a pocket rocket of, of Boone's Farm. Yeah, exactly. Thirteen yeah. percent—that's nothing. Yeah, this just—that's almost down to regular wine level. All, like that, that's barely fortified. I have some Bud Platt in the fridge right now, and all that is is two Bud Platts. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, come on. Except, a, you know, Bud Platt's not the tastiest stuff in the world, but it's it's better than uh, twice as good as Mad Dog. Like, it's like ten times better than Mad Dog. Oh, yeah. It's a delicious, refreshing treat. 
Yeah. Yeah. Hey, remember this one? Remember all those who's? Well, well, now I know who sings it because I've heard it three times. <laughs> Remember he's like, Some nice local H, yes? After you just said you heard it three times? No, remember Our Lady Peace? They have, like, many big oh, oh, yeah, Our Lady Peace. Well, some of these bands run together, Spay. I call this fun rock. Fun rock? <laughs> it's just fun, you know? It's something... So do I need to get back into and repeating the my how I like the Meat Puppets and Toadies... Possum Kingdom, which is, of course, the greatest song of the 90s, if not of all time. Yeah, I mean, we can have a little background uh, meat, pu- meat puppets. You know, if they were back in the uh, in the Viking Age, they'd call them the Mead Puppets. Oh, hey! Drinking nice out there, quaffing <laughs> giant mugs of mead. <laughs> uh, what about... Uh... Oh, what band was I just thinking of? Third Eye Blind is your number one, isn't it? Yeah, they're my number one. You know, Eagle Eye Cherry's obviously up oh, there as well. Oh, oh, save tonight, please. Yeah, that's, I don't know if they, kind of that might be getting out though. of the rock, and it might be getting out of the rock genre at that point. Yeah, uh, into the into the pop. I mean, are we counting? Are we, are we discussing alternative, or are we just talking rock? So here's what I'm thinking as far as because at some point, you know, Green Day rose, and they're not purely rock. They were probably in the, the at that time the the early alternative genre. Yeah, so my my my, uh, my spectrum is in between. On one end, you have let's say Smash Mouth, and on the other hand, you have Corn. So I'm thinking, right? Yeah, or Slipknot or something. Yeah, the Deftones. <laughs> Deftones. Yeah, I like that. De- shove it, shove it, shove it. <laughs> they were good, angry, uh, good music for teenagers. Uh, yeah, very. Angry. But I'm in the I'm in the fun rock zone. So Smash Mouth is like two, like or or Len. You know, remember Len? Oh, yeah, Steal My Sunshine. Exactly. So That's pop. That's pure pop, yeah, though. That's on the other side. And then and then uh, in the middle, you have Fun Rock. And then way on the other side, you have, like, Corn and, like, you know, White Zombie, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then in the other corner, you've got, uh, you've got this classic. <laughs> oh, there's a music video intro. Are you ready for some man-slapping action? <laughs> this is totally reminding me of the of the '90s era music videos, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, scratch <laughs> system. Totally. <laughs> Listen to that voice. JP wishes he had this voice. I love it. He goes, could and come to school. And he finally came back. His hair. I turned from black into bright. What an awesome song. It's like a serious song that, like, very popular. Man, what a great chorus is coming up right here. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe this is like one of the biggest hits. This is on MTV all the time. This was a huge hit. They shook over I mean, it's a great song. It's just uh, it was a one-hand wonder, right? I don't. Just, I don't think. I don't think Crash Just Dummies had any more hits. Am I right? 
I think you're right. I don't remember anything. It's just like you have a ridiculously low voice. Your lyrics are <laughs> dumb as hell. Like they're and your and your chorus doesn't actually involve words. No words. It's nothing. It's just you being like, hmm, hmm. What should I put for this word? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> That's fine. Just I'll just do what I do. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Hmm. Good. Hmm. Hey, so does this song qualify as fun rock, or is this in the uh, pop category? I don't know. What are you... I think it might skirt the line, but... I, I think it's probably pop, yes? Uh, who the fuck is this? Savage Garden? Oh, no! <laughs> it's rockin', Spay. I remember this one. No, also LFO does not count. Oh, <laughs> what about Marcy Playground? Oh, definitely. Marcy Playground's on my list. Sex and Candy. I mean, that song itself kind of is in between. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna count it. I, I would love to call it rock. Yeah, and they played it all the time on the rock station. That's what that's what counts the most. Is that this showed yeah. up on ninety two three K Rock between the years of ninety two and ninety six, basically middle school years. Yes. Which, of course, are the most important years. Yeah, it's the golden age of oh, everything. They, they say that you lock your brain locks into that music uh, around that age. age. So the, for the rest of your life, what you consider good music has to resemble that uh, that era of whatever you absorbed during that, that time. You know, they say that, but, you know, I'm always evolving. I'm always looking for new things. You know, I'm just, like, constantly looking out, seeking, like, new experiences, new, new sounds, new... Uh, Say that, and then you go right back to Ugly Kid Joe. No, no, but my mind is just constantly seeking out like the next level of things. I'm always, I'm always checking out new experiences. You know, I'm just that kind of person that's always like, I want to take it to the next level. You know what I'm talking about? You know, I, you know, totally open-minded. Dude. Yeah, I'm just letting it like new influences, new ideas. I just let it all just just get together, swirl around, and then whatever comes out, it's like my new thing. You know. <laughs> So, of course, you'd be open-minded to this classic. <laughs> oh, wait. wait, pause it for a second. I have a great joke that Drops told me. <laughs> right. Yes. Wait, uh, what's the name of this band? Collective Soul. Hey, hey, do you want to go to this movie? I don't know. Let me ask this guy from Collective Soul. What do you think? <laughs> yep. All right, I guess we're going. <laughs> drums dude <laughs> it's a great 90s song though this one's good i would actually say it's prototypical 90s this is great i'm glad you brought this up i had hints lies and allegations hints lies allegations and things better left unsaid this is their album so can we count everclear obviously yeah everclear is in my uh, top five of all bands well, we don't need to rank we don't need to make a ranking no, no need to rank, but I'm just pointing it out. Everclear's a, a fine band. That if we were doing a ranking of Keen's top five bands, yes, it'd be in there. Yep. <laughs> this is actually the uh, walk-up song for one of the for the uh, Padres starting catcher. So I I've actually heard this song probably 500 times this year. How many games have you gone to this year? Now that you're, I went to uh, 40. That's a that's too many. It's fine. You're not- you know, hey, Spate, when, you're, when your favorite team's a quality third-place team like the Padres, you want to go to many games. You know, they're not the Mets here. The Mets were third or fourth place. Not a fourth-place team. Not close enough. 
you're not going to go to that many more anymore, are you? I mean, like, this is the max. Uh, I renewed my, yeah, it might be my max. Uh, I renewed my season tickets, though. But, There's uh, no way I you're down- making 40 games next year. Well, I renewed the 40-game package, but me and Ogle are splitting it. So I'll go to 20 games. Why does Ogle want to go to 20? Actually, I probably won't go to 20 games because of the, I have 20 tickets, 20 single-game tickets. So when Blair wants to go, uh, you know, I trade one of the tickets. So I'll probably end up going to, like, maybe 12, 12 to 14 is my guess. Why does Blair want to go by herself to a baseball game? No, she doesn't go alone. I trade. They let you trade tickets, so... If she wants to go to a Saturday game, I trade one of my tickets for an extra Saturday game. Oh, like if she wants to go with you for a change. Right. So I, I have 20 t- tickets total. Mm. It's like a timeshare. Yeah, like a timeshare. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, a timeshare so, in my so, mind right so now. All the, uh, all the babes that uh, Ogle's going to bone, you know, he can take him to the Padres game with his newfound split season ticket package. Yeah, that's fine. I think it's easier to, like, just go to a movie or something. But you know what's a, ti- a timeshare in my mind right now is this great song. This is in Fear, the Marky Mark movie that made him a star. I'm proud of America. I'm proud of our people, and I'm going to prove it. We're American, and damn proud of it. Frankly, I'm getting a little ticked off. Go to hell. Remember when Marky Mark fingered her on the top of the roller coaster? Yeah. This is a great scene. Is it Reese Witherspoon? I think so. Yeah. kind of rap rock it's like wannabe chili peppers yeah pre-pod you say pod yeah pre-pod pod it really laid the groundwork for pod to hit it big i'm pretty sure dink is on the same level as pod <laughs> pod stinks they're no uh they're no butthole surfers Ooh, butthole surfers Ooh, ooh. yeah how about pepper pepper's good but you know what my favorite is Oh, I have another song also. Hey, what what other butthole surfer song? Is there? Oh, I'll show you. Let me type in butthole. <laughs> it takes a while to type all these words in. I have to use this tiny little. Actually, the screen's much bigger than an iPhone screen. Here, this is the one. You have to fast forward a little bit. This is also a Guitar Hero classic, just like your favorite uh, Meep, uh, Toady song. The, uh, what was the Toadie song? Possum Kingdom. Ah, Possum Kingdom. Alright, here it is. Song fucking rules. This is hardcore 90s. I'm gonna party in Spay. And I have little models with guns in the future. They're called Space Marines. And Space Orcs. <laughs> Ultramarines. The Eldar. Future Elves. Who the hell was in my bed? Basically that riff right there made my made my whole day whenever I heard that. And that would be it's a good rock song, Spade. It's a classic rock song. Yeah, and it would be played very sparingly on the rock stations as well. Oh. Yeah, but wait till you get to this one. Uh-oh. Oh, man. 
Is it Len? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Is this Portishead? No, it's the Cardigans. Oh, yeah. I'm kidding. This isn't really a... I think this can fall into pop, yes? I guess. <laughs> hey, if it's your favorite song, man, it's your favorite song. Don't... Don't deny it. No, I'm, pull, I'm pulling up my real, uh, my real next choice. Mm. Here we go. Great. With McCafe, everything. Oh, you too bad. <laughs> you know, there's a way around that. You just how you play it and then you pause it and then you take the sound off on the YouTube. Oh yeah. And then you let I it. Could do that. that. That would be the professional thing to do. I mean, yes. there's a you have the the toggle where you can mute it on YouTube, <laughs> right? Like the, you don't have one of the. Yeah, yeah. Is this live? I don't know. I hope not. No, 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 yeah. no, not Bush. No, no, no. You don't like Bush? Well, Everyone liked Bush. Everything Zen, not Glycerine. Glycerine is their worst song. Glycerine's their best song. What are you, a, a, a woman? What is the No. What a great song. This is ter- This is a million times worse than Incubus. No, Incubus is half the half the band of Bush. You know Bush. You know Gavin Rosdale like tried to be in bands for like his whole life and he failed, and then it was only after he started uh, ripping off like Nirvana and other grunge bands that he finally made any money. And he's a piece of shit. Yeah, and he, then he wrote this classic. This is terrible, terrible. Oh, we say he wrote Glycerine. The only thing worse than this is Oasis. Well, Oasis is the worst. Oasis is terrible. God, Oasis stinks. I agree, but this song well, is Oasis, one of the Oasis and Coldplay, they're both just, they're the, the worst. Well, could you pick a different Bush song? I mean, there's other... No, that's, that's Bush's best song. I don't think it's all... It, it, this is a much better song. There. She's out back counting stars. Much better. Everyone likes this one. She thinks she missed the train tomorrow. See, it's very soulful. Well, it takes a little time to get going, but once it gets going, it's good. All right, well. Well, good songs. <laughs> well, once it starts, it's got a good drum beat. Do do bop, do do bop, do bop, do bop, Yeah. Face No. What, you don't know Jesus Jones? Oh, yeah, this is a good song. Right here waiting. It would pair with Blind Melon. This would pair well with Blind Melon. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get another Bud Platt. So that song is great, but uh, I've got one more, and it's one of my it's one of my top seeds, <laughs> I would say. Uh, I think it I I don't know if it skirts the line of rock and pop, but uh, 
It's probably one of the best songs of the 90s. I think it's fair to say. Great. Well, I'm back with my Bud Platt, so whatever you say oh, sounds great. good. Oh, Space Hog, obviously. Yeah. Did you have this on your original list? Yeah, because it's my favorite kind of hog, obviously. Space yeah. hog. <laughs> this is rock, yes? Oh, of course. And they use a dial tone. They use a push-button phone. Yeah, it's got a lot of synthesizer in it, though, so I wasn't sure where it would fall. Uh, it falls under Marcus uh, Playground. It falls under Totally Awesome. Of course. I think this song's pretty much forgotten, though, because it never makes any of the 90s lists. Space Hog was a one-hit wonder, but it's a uh, it's a pretty great song. Yeah, you know what you hear way more than this one is the uh, the Harvey Danger flagpole sitter. Right? Yes, yeah. Which I never I never disliked. I always thought it was an alright song, but I always thought Space Hog deserves way more. It deserves to be at the same level. Just, yeah, at Space least. Hog just deserves a lot more attention. People need to start kidding. paying more attention to Space Hog. I mean, the only one paying attention to Space Hog is Space Hog, you know? You know, I shouldn't be the only one checking out Space Hog. <laughs> there should be <laughs> way more people checking out Space Hog. It should be something that is on many people's minds all the time, not just my own. Just some loving attention for Space Hog would be perfect. I, I just don't understand the lack of interest. If only I could get two, maybe three more people to even <laughs> to even pay mind the space hog i would be much happier in life yeah. um i have one i have one more if we have time for one more this one made a big difference in my life i don't know if you remember kind of a gimmick song Remember this one? No. What? I had a claymation video. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I remember this. Who sings it? Green Jelly. It used to be Green Jello, and then they got sued. <laughs> this album was called Serial Killers. And cereal was spelled like the cereal you eat. <laughs> That's good wordplay. <laughs> yeah, so this definitely came out when we were fifth grade. I remember because I bought the fucking cassette tape. And it was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. That was. No, I, picked out a, I picked out another song, but it's not as awesome as that one. Of course, nothing. I totally forgot about how awesome that music video was. Yeah, the claymation and then the pigs get all fucked up. That's great. Yeah. Well, I've got this one. It's not, it's not nearly as cool. Nothing can be. Ugh. I shouldn't even bring up another song. 
the intro. You can just mute it on the strap. Yeah, but I don't know how long the uh, intro is. <laughs> this is a good song. It's a good song. Is this Screaming Trees? No, it's uh, Dinosaur Jr. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, forget this song. Well, this song's fine. I like this song, but... Uh, <laughs> I got something else. Yeah, let me get to my ultimate one. And this was also great because it was fantastic for Pledgeship. Here, while you do that, let me just show you up with this great song that everyone loves. Is this but is this Bethol Surfers? Uh, no, this is King Missile, who I never even knew. I just looked him up with the name of the song, yeah. which you can remember from the chorus, which is very easy to remember. But it's a song about a dude, and I can relate to this. This is why I liked it very much because uh, you know a lot of people have the same thing: is they have a detachable penis, and then sometimes you go to a party and you leave it there sometimes. Ah, yeah. But this is a good song. I got played that a lot. All right, so what was your one? Oh, one second. It's a great song. I sure hope so, after all this built up. Great band. Well, we had a great Pledgeship bit out of this. Or Weigel. I guess Weigel came up with it. Oh, good Weigel time. Hey, it'd be really great if Weigel was on the show and answering his phone. <laughs> after the two times we've tried? Instead of being a total faggot. Oh, you mean, hey, man, oh, yeah. Did you ever see the video about uh, where they got the inspiration for this song? Uh, yes, of course. They made a movie out of it. By the congressman that was like, see you guys later. Yeah. Give this letter to my family. But, uh, yeah, we had Pledge's um, air guitar to this. But it's awesome because it has the, uh, you know, it's all nice and smooth right here. And then it goes into the chorus with the screaming. Yeah. So then you just make the pledges kick over everything, and then when the song's over, you scream at them to clean everything up. <laughs> now clean it up. Yeah, kick over all the trash cans, like dump a, trash everywhere. Just like a typical uh, Italian husband. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, you spoiled guinea brat. Break it all. <laughs> now clean it up. Yeah, filter. Great. They're great. Way better than dumb take a picture. You don't like take a picture? Not as much as this song. This song's great. Take a picture. So, uh, did you include Ugly Kid Joe in your list? Mm. Or are you, are you grouping them in with Novelty Band? No, they were just a little bit too in the forefront of what I was listening to. They needed you need to be more in the background. Like the uh, Seven Mary Three, the Hum, Marcy's Playground. Oh, Urge Overkill. We never got to them. Lit. 311. They were good. Then there was this song that I played last time that uh, K-Man might remember. Oop. Lost it. 
Still there, Keen? Yeah. Here. Okay, so yeah, this time around, I'm not going to mistake uh, the K-Man with Dragon Ball Domino. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good of you that we shouldn't mention or bring up the fact that uh, when I was talking with the K-Man, you go, oh, yeah, and he loves his Dragon Books. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a, uh, uh, well, no. Yeah, a star actor with a Annie Hathaway. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you started with the pitcher, I got confused because they were actually both pitchers. Ah. Yeah. Along with uh, along with the, the other K-Man, Plick. Uh, oh, but this song's pretty great. Yeah, anyway. That's, uh, maybe it's just for me. Maybe it's just me, but for me... It's, it's probably just for you, Spay. Maybe it's just me, but for me, there's no better thing than music. Not like this song. Might as well have a couple, at least a couple chick singers. Oh, speaking of chick singers. Breathe it in, breathe it yes, no, agree. Who are these guys? Kay's Choice. I don't know, though. You don't know Not an Addict? I don't think so. Remember this song? Uh, Where were you? Uh, I don't know that. Oh, oh no, hold, wait till the chorus. Pretty boring so far. I prefer 10,000 Maniacs. <laughs> 10,000 Maniacs. Hey, how about four non? How about four non What about this one? I haven't even got the chorus yet, Spay. Taking quite a while to get to the chorus. Yeah, I don't know. There is a chorus. Maybe it's just this. Well, I guess that's the chorus. That's uh, really, really good. Ugh, fine, fine, Spay. Here's a good song. This is a good song by a good band that has some good tunes. They know how to play their music. It's just fun. Good fun rock. Good fun times for pals. That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay, now let's party. Who is this? Veruca Salt or someone? Of course it's Veruca Salt. Everyone yeah. knows it's Veruca Salt. It's just fun. I like, Ver fun I like Veruca Salt. Yeah, everybody likes Veruca Salt. You know, it's the name of one of the characters from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Of course. Also... Uh, I mean, Char yeah, Willy Wonka. Yeah. When I was in college, or when we were in college, there was they made a, a Josie and the Pussycats movie. Yeah, I remember that. It had, like, Tara Reid and... Uh, a black girl. Yeah, a bunch of hot, a bunch of other hot girls. Attractive ladies playing music. Yes. Yeah, Veruca Salt did the uh, soundtrack for it. It, it actually it was excellent. Oh, and you're a big fan of that soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. I I rode home with Orlando Thanksgiving or something, and uh, he had just bought the album. He had to listen to it the entire way back to us. 
<laughs> oh, you know, speaking of uh, soundtrack albums from the '90s, what about um, what about Empire Records? I never got on the Empire Records train. Oh, me neither. I fucking hated that movie. Was... Only girls liked it. Yeah, I was forced to watch it by a girl. And yeah, I held me a, too. I held a grudge. And I was like, it stinks. But Liz, Liz, Liv Tyler doesn't even get naked in it. No, nobody gets naked. Even yeah, the one you all you see is a hint of butt. Uh, when um, the the girl with the high pitched voice that was in Big Daddy, uh, yeah, she's like, "You're gonna make us wear uniforms." Well, here's your uniform, and the whole movie is about sticking it to the man. When it's like you work at a record store, you wait. <laughs> I worked at the mall, <laughs> and there was a record store in the mall, and nobody was fighting the man. It was like. Right. When you work for FYE, you're not uh, you're not fighting the man. Exactly. FYE was the store. It was it used yeah. to be Sam Goody got it, and then you're like, <laughs> you're like, look, look, you work in a record store. What do you? You don't have any rights. The the owner of the record store doesn't owe you anything. You work for minimum wage, and you fucking sell CDs. Like, what the hell are you even talking about? It didn't make any sense. Like when I sold. Uh, shit at Brookstone, like, oh, this massage chair, uh, it's $3,000. I should get a lot of that money, right? Or uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have to wear a tie, even though they make me wear a tie and a weird denim apron. <laughs> and if I protested, you know what they'd be like? You'd be like, all right, well, you don't get any more hours this week. <laughs> <laughs> so did all the mall workers hang out with each other? Like, did you did you get invited to cool mall parties? Um. It was a weird mix because, like, uh, like, like girls that work at the Orange Julius would come over to the Brookstone to, you know, sit in the massage chair for a while. The closest anything that happened where there was people from my high school that worked there, and we would talk about it at parties. But there was no like random mall people. A lot of them were older people, and then like if I ever started drifting towards like the random people that were out of high school that were working at the mall, I'd be like, oh, I'm. I'm headed in the wrong direction. I need to. I need to give them different vibes so that they. Well, yeah, because at that time you were still a wide-eyed, uh, eager, eager to learn, ready for college type kid. Yes, I'm guessing seventeen-year-old just got a license. I can now drive to the mall. Yeah, eager to succeed. Yeah, so the only people I hung out with were like uh, uh, God Domley worked at um, Johnny Rockets, and uh, Plick worked at Suncoast Video. And um, oh man, Sunco's video—that's an awesome, that's an awesome gig. He probably had so many movie posters. He would give me. He would be able to like uh, get. <clears throat> I don't know if he was stealing it or what, but he would get like the DVDs to replace all of his VHS tapes. And I, yeah, and I would get his VHS tapes. It was great. Man, those were the early days of DVD too. Yeah, it was a big deal to get DVD then. Like he would get Heat on DVD, and I would get his uh, Heat VHS two video cassette tape set. Nice. It came in two cassette tapes. Uh, you know what I bought? I don't know if you remember this when DVD came out. Circuit City was pushing their own format, Divix. Oh, where, where you would go in and buy the DVD basically. But it was only good for 48 hours. It was basically renting it, except you had to go in and physically buy the, the, the disc. I, I, I remember hearing about DivX. It's like probably so, the worst of all formats. The worst, yeah. So I bought a DivX player. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> From Circuit City. What a terrible investment. That's what I had uh, all through college, actually. It was a DivX DVD player. Um... You had to hook it to a phone line, like like a copper normal phone, a landline. 
but so that it could it could dial in to to uh to start your forty eight hours. That just came up on some article I read on IO Nine that blog, um, and they were and they were saying the worst technology that lasted the least amount of time and was the worst uh, technology that you could have, and Divix was like the big winner. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> like uh mini disc, like even mini disc had like some good attributes, it just was the wrong wrong technology. I had a mini I had a mini disc player recorder also. But mini disc I actually I greatly I liked my mini disc player though. Yeah, mini It's basically a cassette recorder but better. Right, but better quality. Yeah, that's what that's whatever the the general consensus of mini disc was was if it wasn't for recordable CD-ROMs and then just digital MP3s, like mini disc would have been the way to go. Well, and people used mini discs a, a long time. Like all of the the concert bootlegs and stuff that you find, most of them were recorded on mini disc. Really? Yeah. Well, after a certain period, I mean, into the you know the late nineties, it was all on mini disc. And then professional uh, like musicians use mini disc because it's easy to record on and it's uh, like CD quality. So you mean before and, digital? And you can separate things into tracks. Also, that was the other big thing. Right. But but after digital came around, then nobody nobody. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Well, it is digital. It's recording in digital. Yeah. I mean, it's literally burning it onto a CD. Yeah. Yeah, mini disc, mini disc yeah. CD. Of course, I didn't use it for music. Like I went to Greece in college between junior and senior year, so I used my mini disc just to record Loveline episodes. Uh. Like off the radio, like recorded off the speaker from the radio. What did you do in Greece? I didn't talk to anyone for a month. Just smoke cigs. Yeah, smoked cigs, read the newspaper, drank beers. Drank their uh, their local shitty Monopoly beer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Olympia, Olympus, or something. <laughs> hey, remember this one? It's literally what I did every day: wake up, smoke cigs. Smoke. No, I don't know that song. Well, hold on, I just turned it down again. The Empire Records. Well, you'll recognize it once the chorus comes around. This is Rex Reed. This is the big guest star that was going to show up at the the Empire Records and save the store. (laughs) And then he turned out to be a jerk. He just wanted to fuck Liv Tyler and he didn't actually like her as a person. (laughs) Who wouldn't? And then they're like, all right, our new plan is we're going to we're going to host our own party with our own band members. We're going to put out a jug and ask people to put in $10 bills and uh, then we'll save the store. We'll have to save the store. And then a dude with a suit will show up and he'll be an asshole because he's wearing a suit and he'll be like, "Hey, I just bought the store. What are you guys doing?" They'll be like, "Sorry, we just bought it back by putting a jug out for money and then we had a concert even though you could just <laughs> shut this whole concert down because you fucking own the store and the cops work for you because you have a suit on. I, ugh, that movie still pisses me off so much. Can we agree that Empire Records is it's about one one thousandth as good as Airheads? <laughs> Another music themed movie? One one thousandth. They're not even close to one thousandth. Airheads is such a great movie. Yeah. I even I checked one time. They don't ever repeat an insult more than once. Every insult is unique. Yeah, of course. And there's insults the whole time. One time, the dude um, Arnett, the the crazy guy, who's all like yeah. woohoo and shit, he calls him 
Where are you going, you little butt nut? <laughs> and that's like one of my favorite things ever. And that was Adam Sandler as Pip when he goes, okay, everyone against the wall. And then Steve Buscemi's like, come on, Pip. Like, you're going to get tough with him. Or, 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 uh, or there's going to be trouble. Yeah, or what, Pip? Or I'll stab your heads off. With what? With my dick. Plus, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got Michael Richards with a mustache. Oh, yeah. And he's climbing through the window, uh, the, the yeah, cl- air vents. The vents. Yeah, like Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, his, uh, oh, and the, um, the dude from Ghostbusters is the cop. The black guy. Yeah. Uh, Ray, uh, I forget his name. Yeah. Winston from Ghostbusters. Yes, Winston. And they go, yeah. dude, naked pictures of B. Arthur? Come on, man. I'm a cop. Where am I going to get this stuff? <laughs> and a football helmet filled with cottage cheese. Oh, <laughs> all great stuff. Probably one of the best movies ever. Yeah. But, Speaking of great stuff, how about this song? How about it? Ugh. <laughs> Good bass. Good song. They're another band that I got hassled with as a social chair to hire. Over and over. Because they weren't that expensive. Is this better than Ezra? Yeah. But at least you can say better than Ezra had two hits. What's their other one? Desperately Wanting. I don't know. That was their bigger, I think that was a bigger hit. I don't know about that. Actually, forget this. I have a better song. It's one I totally forgot about until now. Looking around the house. Watching the sounds This song. Sounds like a great song. Oh, live version. Just... Yeah, on fire, yeah. Is this just like OAR? No, this is some country bumpkin singing. This is much better than OAR. Basically the equivalent of a crazy little person. Except this wouldn't have played at WNL as much as OAR would. It's played all the time at WNL. What, by band party bands? Anybody. I don't remember this. Constantly. Although I, I was playing a lot of Command and Conquer in those days. <laughs> I had a lot of Tiberium to harvest. <laughs> you know, I wrecked... We were joking about it, about uh, me just locking myself in my room and smoking cigs and drinking 40s, but uh, I actually wrecked my laptop. I spilled my 40... <laughs> While I was smoking and trying to harvest Tiberium. <laughs> I was trying to do three things at once, and I knocked my 40 over onto my keyboard and then fried my laptop. Isn't that how everyone wrecks their laptop, though? I don't know. Brackis wrecked his laptop by literally puking on his keyboard. <laughs> uh, I was playing uh, NFL Blitz one time, and I got so mad uh, that I kept losing because I was so drunk that I uh, popped open the uh, Sega CD, whatever it was. And I just, you want a Sega CD? Whatever NFL Blitz was, it was a Dreamcast or something. 
right? It was on a disc. Yeah. One of those, yeah. Anyway, I popped the disc out and I go, fucking NFL Blitz, and I just cracked it in half. And then I go, ah, <laughs> oh, crap. I think this is like Harding's or Dan Walker's or something. And then I just threw it outside my room and I was like, well, we'll see who who's, whose it is. <laughs> yeah. We'll find out later. I'm going to pretend I don't know what's going on. <laughs> that was a fun time. Hey, yeah, fun times. Here's also a fun time and a good song for everyone. It starts slow, but then it builds up with guitar, with crazy, crazy guitar licks. It's going to get faster and faster. And higher and higher on the strings. It's going to keep going. Yeah, this song is good. Yeah, it's like Sponge. a good name too. Cloud. Cloud is one of the best one syllable words you can get. <laughs> oh, what's up over here? Ah, oh, just getting plowed. No biggie. I'm plowed. He's plowed. She's plowed. We're plowed. It's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. Speaking of good ones. Need a new mattress? Oh. <laughs> you have not figured out YouTube at all. <laughs> great a Sears commercial. <laughs> Speaking of great Sears commercials. <laughs> hey, free layaway. <laughs> oh. oh, man, I just ripped a nice one. That was an awesome one. <laughs> Did you hear that one? Yeah. How about this one? Oh, she says um... Proto emo. What's that? Proto emo. Yeah. I paid twenty dollars to the piano player at a uh, uh, Mr. Smith's in Georgetown to play this song. Really? Yeah. He said, uh, did, they, did they play it? Yeah. Twenty dollars. Of course. What what piano player with his salt doesn't know Dishwalla? Twenty dollars was spent. I think it was one of the times we were there with the uh, Georgetown guys. Bubba Chen was there. He he uh, he was pleased with this selection. Yeah. Was uh, did Scatman do some push-ups and then start talking about lax, bro? Yeah, Bobby. Nice. Well, here's here's a good classic female singer. It's more yodeling than emo. <laughs> It's 100% yodeling. With her stupid Irish accent. Speak English, you daffy broad. That's a smooth. They're guns. Oh, they're guns. They've got so many guns. 
Laundry. <laughs> That's what I sing when I do my laundry. <laughs> I just like this song because it reminds me of how terrible Ireland is that they're still blowing up bars because one side's Catholic and the other side's Protestant. Oh, and you're like, awful you're country. like, hey, guess what, idiots? You're both stupid. And and Ireland or England are equally shitty. So fucking neither. Well, Ireland, Ireland's worse. Ireland couldn't even succeed at being a uh, offshore tax haven. Right. They failed at that. Yeah. The easiest thing in the entire world. All, and they failed. All they had to do was have low corporate taxes and speak English, but they fucked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somehow they got one-upped by the Cayman Islands. Exactly. The Cayman Islands and the island of Guernsey. <laughs> yeah. They didn't just fail. They totally buried their country. Like, if the Cayman Islands, the banks fail, like... No big deal. They're, uh, they'll just be the Cayman Islands, yeah. but Ireland just <laughs> like, buried themselves. We have cruise ships coming. We got some diamond merchants. Yeah. Yeah, but offshore uh, banking, it blew it. Yeah. Yeah, I... So, uh, this has been a good segment, Spay. Good rock segment. Yeah. Or do you have more 90 songs in the queue? Uh, no, I think I think we got everything. I mean, I think we covered, uh, I think we covered pretty well. We successfully avoided... Um, Nirvana, who of course sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have to resort to doing like Alice in Chains or uh, you. Re- you you resisted using Faith No More. Yeah, see, I consider like Faith No More, Alice those, in those Chains, are obvious. Soundgarden, Megadeth, Metallica. Yeah, like like Blind Melon. I, cool. Everyone likes Blind Melon. I don't need a. I don't. I don't need to use their their one hit wonder. Blind Melon. Oh, they had many more than just one hit. I didn't play a stone an STP song, you know. STP, you know, um, yeah, Radiohead, or you know, there's a lot of bands they don't need mentioning. And then we didn't go to the Deftone level or Corn. Corn, yeah. <laughs> I like Corn. Oasis, we didn't go to Oasis. I would rather fucking saw my foot off right now with a butter knife than listen to fucking Oasis. Why does Ogle and his pledge class love? Uh, Oasis. What happened with them? What What did you do to them? Why do they make? Why is Oasis their favorite band? I didn't realize Ogle loved Oasis. They all do. Like when Oasis comes on, him and Tom and Harkis, they're all like, "Ah, finally!" And they all they like they do like a bonding like, "Yes, Oasis. We this is great." They do some things. That's, that's disappointing. They they love Oasis. And they go, "No, first of all, all this shit sucks. Like the fucking drum beat is the same for everything. It's like." But whatever. And then uh, lyrics are stupid and the guitar part is uh, it's just boring. They're, they're just whiny. They just suck. They suck. Why every day is coming in and I'm a whiny fucking British man. That's it. That's all they do. Nothing. There's nothing to it. There's absolutely nothing. It's so boring. It's the same tempo. Every fucking thing is the same. They're like the most like fucking... Uh, imaginatively bereft, boring, whiny British idiots in the world. Right? Yeah, but they're better than the Beatles, Bay. They said so. No, when they they were so brass, they sold more records in the world. Now in the nineties, and they were like, I I don't know, maybe I'll just drink so much that I miss a bunch of concerts and we think we're cool, but we can't even fucking play for shit. They're, they suck. They're fucking garbage. And they get fucking drowned. Yeah. Fall into a pit of lava. That's my hope. That's uh, the end of Oasis. The E-Hollywood story on Oasis ends with them going like, 
Oh, and then uh, I'm the manager, but then they accidentally walked into an open pit and there was lava on the bottom and they all burned up into it. <laughs> they all incinerated immediately. We couldn't even hear them scream. They just burned up into a crisp. That'd be my hope. My dream come true. I'm going to wish for that next birthday when I blow out the candles. I'm going to wish for that for everyone's birthday, that they all wish that on their yeah. birthdays. And then all of the all of the uh, somehow like every copy of their songs just are done. Yeah, I don't know how you could even do that. Do you know that everything lasts forever? That's that popular. We'll never get rid of it. No. It's impossible to get rid of a song like Wonderwall. I said maybe. How do you write that and sing that and then go like, oh wait, this is annoying for everyone to hear. Me yelling, because maybe, like, they don't, they they somehow think that the, that's good, that's a good legacy, is you whining that fucking terrible song. Yeah, but it, it actually literally makes me sick to think that uh, Ogle, Harkis, Tom are all uh, Oasis lovers. Yeah, how did you never... I can't believe I'm allowing an Oasis lover to, to share the same roof as me. Yeah, Newsman Ogle... That, by the way, you should explain. Newsman Ogle is in Arizona right now? Yes, yes. This is his last hurrah as a fully employed uh, person. It's Newsman. Matthew Ogle reads the news. It's Newsman. And then I assume you, I assume you guys are going to have a meetup this week, yes? Or is he going to be too busy? No, at some point I think we're going to hang out. Uh, he texted me. He's going to be in town from Monday to Thursday of next week. Nice, yeah. We'll do something. I don't... You know, all I have to do is get shredded on the elliptical, so... Yeah. I can fit in some hang time. So, uh, we hit the hour mark, actually. So, we've although we've actually been podcasting for over two hours now. It's a good thing we're able to conversate for two hours, because otherwise we would have blown the whole thing. That's it. But before we finish the show, I wanted to hit on one extra topic. Uh, You know, one of our ones of listeners is, of course, Joe Vita in in Korea. And he's expressed many times that his least favorite portion of our show is when uh, you take on the the Chopper character. Oh, what's that now? What's that now? Oh, Chopper? You want to see old Chopper Reed? The old chop chop? Oh, the old chop chop. Yeah, get the camera off here. No, no, no. You want to be, you got to chop them ears off. You want to be like your old uncle chop chop. <laughs> so we've talked about him. You know, it's one of the greatest. It's, it's a great movie, I would say. A great movie. One of the best. Yeah. Eric Bana is in it. You know, he's got a real Hollywood star. Uh, probably one of the best movies coming out of Australia. That made, ever. It, made him as an actor. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Chopper, Mar- uh, what's his name? Mark Reed? Mark Chopper Reed? Mark Chopper Reed. Yeah, Mark, yeah. Ha- yeah, passed away. Oh, the real man. Not from the uh, not from the tens of contracts that he had on his life, but from uh, from liver cancer. Oh, you know, someone's going to get Mark Chopper Reed at some point. I didn't uh, live this life knowing I'd be living forever. Obviously, something's going to happen to me. I'm Mark Chopper Reed. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? That's right. Isn't that right? <laughs> Isn't that right? Yeah, Mark Chopper Reed. I can't live forever. Yeah, something's going to get me. I might as well be the old big C, the old cancer. Isn't that right? Yeah, it's going to catch up to the old Chop Chop. Yeah, I caught up with the old Chop Chop, so sometimes my organs fail. Sometimes I get to live on, keep going, and steal. I mean, what else am I supposed to do? I hope this infuriates Vita. Good. I hope he likes the shitty Chopper accent I did. And uh, I hope he's having fun in Korea uh, sucking at being a, a doctorate candidate. Ugh. 
Uh, speak, a do- a doc- you mean a doctorate in his native language? Speaking like, like that's uh, hard. Speaking English and teaching people English, you don't understand. I had to write a paper and uh, it didn't get accepted to a journal. I asked him, so he's trying to submit papers to a journal. It's basically like, you know, just being a lifetime student. So I was like, uh, so these journals, like, are these like real or are these just like basically vanity presses? It's like, no, they're serious journals. And like, so for people that are into uh, English as a second language as a career, if you're going to be like a, a doctor of it, whatever, these are like the, the most important journals. Like, yeah, they're like, they're the top ones that I'm like getting published in. Like, so you being in this field, you read these, right? You subscribe to them and then you could, you know, tell me what was in the latest issues. And he's like, uh, no, I don't read them. I was like, all right, so they're just fucking vanity press pieces of shit. They're useless. <laughs> and then he tried to... And then he's got to go on Facebook and start complaining about a Korean faculty and, uh, and his dumb doctorate. Yeah, the Ireland of Asia. Oh, of course they suck. Ugh. So anyways, I thought that was a good impetus to have an entire Chopper Read segment on, on the show. That's as good a reason as I've ever heard. So yes, he passed away. Uh, I, I I did uh, on my way home from work. I've been listening to uh, clips from the movie Chopper because it's so great. <laughs> it is great. Uh, but I did pick out one one uh, scene. It's Chopper at Neville Bartos's place. It's after he gets out of jail. It's awesome. This is uh, this is so a career criminal in Australia um, uh, goes to an old acquaintance of his who's now made it because he's a much better crim- criminal and didn't go to jail. And so Mark Chopper Reed is uh, interacting with his old yeah, you know, it's just pals hanging. Yeah, just, it's like us right now. Yeah, you know, just pals, just chilling out. Except now in person and yeah. in, in in your pal's expansive uh, mansion uh, that you're finally seeing for the first. Time. Yeah. yeah, let's get to it. Yeah, give me a lift, a guy for it. Hi, Neville. <laughs> Neville. <laughs> Neve. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Neve. Oh, hey, you want to give me a bit of money? <laughs> Would you hear that, mate? <laughs> it's just the mail. I can collect it now if you like. I think someone's pulling your leg, mate. Someone's pulling your leg, Neville. Someone will pull your other fucking leg in a minute. Now, how much you want to give me? <laughs> who do you think you're talking to, mate? Hey? Hey, who do you think you're talking to? I'm Neville Bardos. You remember that? Or has your fucking memory lapsed, you fucking idiot? What? <laughs> who do you think you're talking to, mate? Oh, sorry, was I being rude? Yes, mate, you were being very fucking rude, you fucking dickhead. You want to make some money, you make it yourself. Get him a drink, Nick, and behave. I said behave. <laughs> behave. Hey, Neville. <laughs> I'm going to give him a bloody rev up. Neville. I'm sorry, mate. Where are you? Neville. Bloody sorry, mate. I've had a couple of drinks, so I get a bit bloody carried away. I've just been out, you know, fucking... Sorry. Go, yeah. I don't know who you think you're talking to, mate, but you're being very rude, do you understand? Show me some respect, will you? Very, very rude. You're, you're Robert, on the money. I'm, I'm fucking rude. embarrassed, you know? I'm fucking embarrassed. I'm fucking sorry. Nev, I'm sorry. All right, mate. Apology accepted. Now let it go, will you? Relax. Take it easy. Fuck, I'm trying to relax over here. But seriously, Nev, like... How you holding for cash? I'm a, I'm a bit bloody broke. Listen, mate. What are you talking about? Cash. <laughs> there's no cash here. Here, there's no cash. All right? Cash, no. Robo? 
No cash. I'll tell you what. You try getting from where you're sitting to the front door. Because I reckon I could shoot you from where you're sitting to the front door. Because that's about as long as you've got to produce some money for me right now. I'll give you 20 seconds to produce some cash or I'll fucking shoot you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Eighteen. 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 Eighteen.
It's pretty expensive. Yeah, water is free here on the East Coast. It's plentiful. It rained all all day today and yesterday. Yeah, but our electric is cheaper, and our, uh, our electrical is not we don't, yet. We don't use ga- we don't use gas. We don't need a heat. I don't have heat. gas either, but your electricity is just as high because you have Enron raping you with their with their used traders. To. We used to. Yeah, burn, baby, burn. I saw the I saw the uh, documentary. You're taking advantage of California and your deregulation. Yeah. Semi deregulation, not total deregulation. All right, let's wrap this up so I can watch Chopper. All right, Mark Chopper this one is for you, Jalvita. I'm going to come over there to Korea, and you're going to give me some cash. How about that money you were going to get me? <laughs> I reckon <laughs> I could take this gun and shoot you before you even make it to the hospital. Just turn it over to the old Chop Chop. Yeah, the old Chop Chop. All right, I've got the song queued up now. Want to play the old song, a little good song? No, that would defeat the whole bloody purpose now, wouldn't it? It, uh, yeah, what a great movie. I, I'm actually downloading it. I'm, I'm going to be evaluating it. <laughs> I'm going to go evaluate the movie right yeah. now. Remember when we were watching it? Wasn't Blair's dad there? I don't think he got the appeal of it. No, and uh, uh, Mr. Speen was... Blair like, certainly did not. She was so immediately turned off. As soon- well, there's a scene where, like, Chopper gets out of jail, and he goes and meets up with this girl, and then I think he just beats her in a bathroom. And then pushes the mom down the stairs or something. Yeah, he goes to see his old girlfriend or something. He's like, come on, we're going to hang out. And she started giving him lip, and then that's it. Oh, that's actually where the Neville thing comes in, because I think she was boning Neville. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> he really paid for that. I think I think she got turned off when it starts with him in jail, remember, with his friends? Oh, right. He gets stabbed six times. The guy, like, he was such uh, a dick that his friends are like, all right, for the other guys in prison we'll stab our friend because he's such a dick. And he stabs him. He gets stabbed like a hundred times and he just lays on the ground. He's like, oh, what'd you do that for? I thought we were mates. And then, I thought we were friends, Jimmy. Yeah. Well, oh, now you've got to stab me. We'll just fucking stop now. And he's standing there with like like a shiv in his stomach. Yeah. And Chopper's yeah. like, we'll just fucking stop. And then you can see the guy's face. It's just a good acting job by the other guys, too. He's just like, uh, shit, you're supposed to be dead now, and I'm still stabbing you. What's going well, on? Well, then, then he just pukes. Yeah, then he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, and Chopper's like, if you keep doing that, you're going to kill me. You're going to kill the old Chop Chop. <laughs> Do you even know what you're doing? You're going to kill me with that. <laughs> it makes it, uh, it, 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 like when Breaking Bad, when they kill, like, ten guys in jail at the same time. Yeah. It makes you think it's a little harder than that because, you know, one person could fuck it up. They did yeah. 10. Yeah, one Mark Chopper Reed. And But, yeah, they try to kill Mark Chopper Reed. It's going to be impossible. That's why the whole thing about the ending, I think we talked about that, but, like, the way uh, it's like, oh, well, here's here's how you know it's the ending is bogus. It's all his fantasies because it, it all came across too perfectly, his final plan. <clears throat> But the fact that he could tell one Nazi at one point and kill ten people in jail all at the same time. Yeah. But, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, Pretty, It's a good show. It's all, it's all far-fetched. Well, that's why I'm saying like, that you don't have to, like, make excuses for it or, like, come up with some, like, secret ending. You can just say, like, yeah, this is what happens. Like, it's a fucking TV show. People need... Yeah. I mean, the only thing better is this season of The League, which, of course, you would be well aware of, yes? Yeah. And then Sunday is your favorite show starring you, Glenn, Walking Dead. Yes, comes back. Very excited. I'm hoping, um, I don't know. 
I don't get too excited about Walking Dead the show, even though I collect all the comic books. Well, you know, there's not that much better on TV. Although Ogle's gotten highly obsessed with Homeland. Like, uh, once he realized we had Showtime on demand on our cable, he, he like, watched all of season two in, like, two days. Yeah. And uh, he watches the, he like, last week's episode, he watched multiple times, like, three times. So he, he's in, like, that Ogle mode where he's totally obsessed with something. He gets, he likes, he likes his things. Yeah. So, uh, I yeah, I mean, there's Homeland, but, uh, I mean... Spoiler I'm, alert, I'm, I heard they bombed uh, Langley, right? Didn't, that, yeah, that happened last season, Spay. Yeah. Well, I haven't watched... I watched the first season, then I didn't care who... I didn't care about the ending, and then I skipped the last... Then just, yeah, you checked out. That's fine. Then I just looked it up online, and it was still too long. It's one of those things where you're like, all right, I'm not going to watch this. I'll just look up the spoilers. And then looking up the spoilers is too long. So it's just... Right, right. Like me and the shield. Yeah. Wow, I can't believe you stopped the shield. The shield's great. It's a great, great show. I didn't stop it. I've just got other stuff going on. I've got to finish Boardwalk Empire at this point. I'm falling behind on that. Boardwalk Empire is a worthy show. I would... Walking Dead is way below the shield. As far as uh, Walking Dead's good entertainment, though it's fine. Just, it's on Sundays. It comes on after the uh, stupid Sunday night football games. It's fine. I'm pretty sure you only like it because Mr. Speen watches it. Like if Mr. I liked it. I liked it first. But it's uh, like as far as like good shows, like the sh- yeah, it's not the best show. But right now, there's not that many great shows on. Which is why you should be catching him with a shield with Walt Goggins as fucking Shane Vendrell, one of the best characters ever in any show ever. I'm just gonna read. The, I'm just gonna read the wiki. Well, you can. It's fine, but you're missing out on Walt Goggins and some awesome detective Dick Smacky. I've already seen Walt Goggins in the greatest role he'll ever play on Sons of Anarchy. Oh, <laughs> you mean Venus Van Dam? Yeah, Venus Van Dam. Venus Van Dam was great. Oh, by the way, uh, Sons of Anarchy. You can watch I'm it. way behind on Sons of Anarchy. I'm, I, that's my goal for this weekend is uh, catching up on Sons of Anarchy. I only saw the first episode. So this season so far has been... Uh, is it poo-poo? <laughs> I, it, I've already... It, I kind of. Actually... I mean, it started off awesome with Tig killing the guy and then peeing on him. Oh, yeah. The, and drowning him in piss. Yeah. Um, it's been... It's, you know how this show is always like uh, a little absurd, like kind of a cartoon? Right, yeah. Uh, just like an R-rated, like, ridiculous cartoon, a live-action style. Yeah. This season has just taken that to, like, a million. Like, remember the first episode ended with the kid school shooting? Yeah. Like, that's... Yeah, and they try, they tried to use the... Uh, they tried to foreshadow through the entire episode and be artsy about it. Yeah. Like, showing the kid so that you would ask, who's this kid? And they show the kid doodling, like, uh, like he's doodling the drawing of a gun. It's like, you know what I doodled when I was fucking in middle school and all that crap? Like Dongs. That's what I drew. Dongs. <laughs> Maybe not just dong, but I would draw, like, the most violent crap ever. It was like, you know, people shooting each other. That was fun. Yeah. That was... Whatever. That doesn't mean I took a gun and then blew away my fucking elementary school fifth grade class. I don't like that was like the whole reveal was like, and then we found his notebook, and his notebook was nothing but violent doodles. I'm just like, uh, that's what little kids draw. Like if you took all fifth graders and you grabbed all their notebooks, you'd find plenty of them with Uzis and like people's heads exploding. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. That's what they do. It's 
but yeah, the whole season has been. Uh, so is is it entertaining at least, or I mean, should I give up on the show at this point? Uh, no, not if well. That my feeling. I mean, I assume it's still you know it's it's cartoonish. It's not realistic, and as long as you're not one of those people that have to have a fully realistic show, I mean, it's still entertaining fodder. Yeah. Right. So that's my thing. Is like I gave up on it pretty much the first season. So, and the second season was probably its best season. But like, if you've made it to any of the seasons, then you should keep watching. But it's as absurd as it's ever been. Possibly it's most absurd. All right. Well, I'm gonna watch that tomorrow, probably. Yeah. The um, you know, spoiler alert, but uh, the club suffers uh, some serious damage in the last episode. All right. Well, thanks for that spoiler. Not today. to spoil it, but the Irish guys blow up the clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to spoil it, Keen, but the last episode. <laughs> but, but but then Jax wakes up and it's like oh, and he rubs his yeah, eyes. It was and all goes, a dream. Yeah, it was all a dream. And then his wife's like, I may be a hot, like super hot medical doctor that passed medical school and I guess doesn't have debt or anything. And I'm just I'm just like a super hot doctor that could make a million dollars. But I'm going to I'm going to stay with you, the uh, disgusting biker, greasy loser who cheats on me and uh, runs guns for a living and wears dorky Adidas white tennis shoes all the time. And it makes perfect sense when you think about it. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't she stick with the guy that rides a motorcycle? I mean, she already moved home from the big city where she was working and making lots of money. Right. When you're a doctor... You know, to come home to Charming in the middle of the Central Valley. After you spend, like, six years in school and then, like, two years uh, interning, you know, working 18-hour days in a hospital to be a doctor... After you get done with all that, where, like, your life is just consumed with nothing but being a doctor and working super, super hard, then when you're finally done with that, you're like, hey, let's fucking throw that all away and then hang out with this disgusting biker uh, criminal piece of shit. Yeah, this dude that I dated in high school. This terrible dude who clearly murders other people and fucks uh, strippers and whores all the time. Let's just fuck being a doctor. That was just seven, eight years of my life. Who cares? That was just silly. <laughs> that was just dumb. Yeah. So that's the the show doesn't get any weird, any more believable than that. But you know, seriously, no spoilers. But the clubhouse it gets exploded because the Irish guys uh, bring in uh, kegs uh, secretly and then they explode. Sweet. But nobody dies. Except uh, except. Um, no, not take, not take. No, there's not any big deaths. No spoilers, though. All right, let's let's wrap this episode up, Spay. Jax dies, though. We really did it. Jax, we really Jax did died it. in the last episode. No We've had two and a half hours of recording so far. No spoilers, but Clay's dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I got the final song here. Uh, Good time with pals. It's oh, it's two twelve. Holy shit! Yeah, fun time with pals. It took a couple times, but we did it. We really did it. I'd say the quality of the show is really accelerated with uh, Ogle's absence. Well, the news time, maybe next time he'll bring some real news. Yeah, we can only hope. We, he can report how he's now working at Lululemon, hopefully. Uh, it's pronounced Lululemon. You know, so he applied to Lululemon here uh, for a, it's a holiday job. Like, uh, you know, like extra work around the holidays. Not full-time, part-time. A little bit. They've made him go to two interviews... And they want to pay for a full background check on him. 
Like, have you ever heard of this for, for being like a cashier at a retail store for the holidays? Last time I worked retail in uh, the mall, uh, I gave them my... Uh... Like you hand write an application, right? Like you, you yeah. walk in, you're like, hey, can I have an application? Oh, I had another, I had another friend that worked at uh, uh, Branium or Cranium. One of those toys <laughs> Yeah, Cranium. Yeah. But yeah, you just go in there. They have the applications. You give them your resume, but you're in high school, so your resume is useless. It just says yeah. like, you know, huh, I'm in Boy Scouts or like. Yeah. Then then you go over to the the mall McDonald's. You sit down and you fill it out with a ballpoint. Oh pen. no no yeah. no 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 no. Our mall did not have McDonald's. No. Oh. No food court. We had a Sparrows, Johnny Rockets, and then restaurants. Oh, you had a Johnny Rockets. That's where I would have been. That's where uh, AJ Goddamly was. Nice. And another girl from our school uh, who told everyone uh, that uh, I forget what it was, but it was like she told she she was crazy and she told everyone that either I or AJ had hooked up with her or asked her out and she rejected us. So that was her that was her story. That she yeah. But then none of it was true. Of course, she was weird. What about her at the mall? She worked at Johnny Rockets. Yes. Ah. So that was fun. Sounds fun. It was a fun mall. No, it was a shitty mall. But anyways, like when you apply to a retail store, they just hand you this uh, application and you fill it out with a ballpoint pen. And uh, if you don't, if you don't look scary, they're going to hire you, right? Yeah. And then the, you know, they, we had to fill out like a form that was supposed to judge your trustworthiness, but you just lie on that, you know. So Lulu Lemon made Ogle go to a, a group interview where they would do yoga and uh, and then they have to talk to the group about what their I forget what it was, like what their biggest dream is and what their passion is. So Ogle, wow. I guess, passed that and then they called him and told him he had to come in for a second interview. And even the second interview wasn't sufficient to decide if he could operate a cash register. Are there that uh, are there that many so, people trying to work at Lulu Lamont and I mean I guess so. I'm surprised by it. And this is not for a full time job, this is for holiday help. Yeah. So now he has to sit around and wait while they do a background check on him before he hears and background checks aren't that cheap. Yeah, that that's the weird part. I mean, you should be able to figure out enough. You can do a credit check for basically nothing. I mean, this is retail retail. I don't know what they're paying him, but it can't be that much more than minimum wage, I would think. Like, credit checks should basically tell you everything you need to know about someone. Like, if you have decent credit, like, Ogle's paid rent and, like, cars. Yeah, and, and you can pull a criminal cards. record for, like, nothing also. That's, like, public record. Right, so he's never... So so you know he's not a rapist, and you know he's not uh, bankrupt. Yeah, so... Like, what more do you need? Yeah, he can, he can work there. I don't know. So anyways, we may have news when Newsman Ogle gets back. Maybe he was hired by Lulu Lemon. We can only hope. Lemon. That's a good U2 song. Remember U2? Rattle it I home. I do remember. Yeah, I deliberately, I deliberately uh, excluded U2 from the discussion today. Oh, yeah. If you play Giant Arenas, you're excluded from that conversation. Yeah, yeah. There's no need to bring up mysterious ways for this discussion. <laughs> that one was all the fucking time. And then one... Yeah. yeah, forget that. Well, here's the outro song. Yeah. Well, it's cleared up. 
So well, another great episode of Pal's Podcast, Bay. One of our best, I would say. Another return to theme episodes. It's nice to have a theme. Well, and as we approach episode 100, you know, maybe we need to go back to our roots for this. Uh, maybe this uh, this run. Maybe we should maybe pick a movie for the future. UHF. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Or um, MacGruber. One of those two. Yeah, and let's also devote uh, an episode to making fun of Juge. <laughs> let's go to Juge's house and kick him in the nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe when I'm out in L.A., I still got to buy that ticket and uh, all that work stuff. Oh, hurry up, Spay. We can watch uh, the Lane Kiffin less USC fighting Trojans. Yeah, now they're winners. Now, well, then now they're less of the losers that they were. Yeah, and we can probably do a live podcast in uh, in Lexington also. Oh, on Saturday? Yeah. Or two Saturdays from now? Yeah, whenever. Three. I think it's three Saturdays. Yeah. I don't... No, two Saturdays. Yeah, I'm... how are we going to do that? What? Just bring your laptop. No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why am I bringing my laptop? Why don't you bring your laptop? And I don't have a laptop. Well, then forget it. I'm not bringing my laptop so we could do... Come on. Just bring your laptop and leave it in the Super 8 motel. <laughs> That's probably what would happen. So, no. I'm not doing it. We can have a nice crystal kitchen uh, podcast. We can still have a nice crystal kitchen. There shall be no podcast on that set. Fine. Fine, Spay. Why don't we... Very selfish. Yeah, I guess so. Hey, don't forget to go to at Pals Podcast. There's some great, some of the best tweets. I don't know if you saw my Magic Mike tweet, but I like that I one. I saw. It's great. It was a good one, I thought. I was alerted this week that uh, by Vita that our Facebook page is apparently missing. So I guess Facebook deactivated us. Good. I don't know what the fuck Facebook is for, except every now and then I read some shit. And uh, I don't Yeah. Well, it, it exists so that Vita can complain about a stupid doctorates and Korean faculty members. And the Jets. And just Ugh. so stupid. Facebook is the worst. I can't wait for everyone that invested in Facebook to lose all their money. It's already happened. It's happening yeah. every day. Continue to happen. It's going to happen to all the Twitter people also that invest in that company. Yeah, but basically, if a company goes to IPO, then you're not on the cutting edge. Like the, it's the venture capitalists that are going to make their money. Like you're, yeah, you're the suckers that are they're getting the giving the payout to the people that are, are the original owners. But yeah. Enjoy that. Enjoy that, jerk-offs. But still, go to adpalspodcast.com. Go to at Padres Jagoff. Yeah, Padres Jagoff. I got some big plans for the off-season. Oh, yeah, off-season time. Maybe uh, maybe we'll see a little the nude mutains as well. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. All right. Uh, well, don't forget to uh, tell a friend and uh, continue to let us know what the fuck is up, pals. Yeah. And keep on listening to Eagle Eye Cherry out there. Yeah, and save tonight. Maybe a little hootie. Why not? We totally ignored hootie, but yes, a little hootie. Uh, that was by design on my part. But... Huh, ridiculous then. <laughs> All right, so long, pals. Bye, pals. The podcast is over.